0: Log Talk Radio. Hey, hey.
1: you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the men and women of police and fire services. When you're out there, please be very careful. These are very tough times for everybody out there. Um, it, let's try and keep cool heads everywhere. Um, the, we, we picked up a new sponsor. If you're feeling ill, need a doctor, a dentist, a chiropractor, or a podiatrist, or if you need an outlet for medical devices, it's easy to find. In the Florida Health News Network, that's a paper that can be found in each and every doctor's offices throughout the state of Florida. So, guys, it's great to have everybody back. Hi, Zito, Bob, Chris. Um, had some uh, had some real uh, real barn burners there, didn't you, Bob?
2: Oh yeah, they're they're happening right now. It's live. We've uh, had a great fight between Devin Clark and Alonzo Manfield. What a slugfest those two guys! Um, I mean, the, the card going all night. <clears throat> We're still on the early pre- mm-hmm. prelims. You don't usually yeah. see that stuff that good. Um, so fantastic uh-huh. fight! that's off to both those guys. We got a we got a good card tonight. Great. Hey, let me ask you, what do you
1: what's the story on the uh, uh, Amanda Nunez and uh, Felicia Spencer fight? Oh. That seems to be uh, drawing an awful lot of attention.
2: <clears throat> yeah, so that um, – it was already supposed to happen is the thing. So um, it, it was supposed to happen at USC 249, um, but then due to COVID and stuff, they, it got pushed off. Uh, that'll be a great fight. Um, that's the headlining fight tonight. I love, you know, seeing, uh, like, women as headliners. That, that's cool stuff. You know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, it, 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 the, the women have really put their, their mark on the sport. It's phenomenal. Um, Amanda Nunes, man, what a tough girl. Uh, Felicia Spencer's coming off a good win um, over DeSantos uh, from TKO. So it'll be a great fight. Nunes is a brawler, man. Nunes has beat all the top girls right now, probably pound to pound. Best uh, girl. But again, uh, everyone's got a plan until they take a hit. So we'll see what Spencer's got to bring to the, to the, to the cage tonight.
0: What's interesting about
3: this fight, too, is that Nunez is defending on her 145-pound title as opposed to the 135-pound title, which is the one that usually gets the most attention because it is more contenders. 145 in the UFC was kind of created for Cyborg. Uh, again, when Nunez punched her ticket to the uh, 145-pound title, she did it by punching a hole in Cyborg's face. And so uh, Nunez is champion at 135, 145. Felicia Spencer only has one loss. And that was to Cyborg, a fight where she was kind of outclassed, but she proved her durability. And kind of the thought process is, is her path to beating Amanda would be able to, you know, be able to take Nunez down and grapple her and perhaps wear her out. But Nunez is not a blunt force trauma agent like Cyborg is. She's much sharper technically. So even though, uh, you know, she was able to hang in there with Cyborg and 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 really, you know, not not necessarily win the fight. Well, not she didn't win the fight, but uh, despite you know hanging in there with her durability, she may not be able to last against the mat. So it's an interesting fight.
4: Yeah, I I was wondering why. Yeah, I was
1: wondering why the the rags keep saying that uh, Nunez was coming in from the underdog uh, situation and how she loves to be in the underdog situation. Uh, given her yeah, record, that does she be she's one of sense. the bigger
3: favorites on the card. Yeah, no, nah, she's sure. probably one of the bigger favorites over on the card. Actually, um, mm-hmm. there 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 are a lot of main card fights. Like the Sam Hagen Sterling fight is a much closer fight on paper than Nina Spencer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three three bantamweight time. titles
0: tonight.
2: Are pre- yes, but uh, I mean all title fights tonight. Three three of them. So it'll be it'll be fantastic. Um, you know, and and hit it on the head. Uh, Nunez is way more technical striker. Cyborg's a brawler. Um, so yeah. it will be, you know, so I agree, um, that she'll probably get picked a cart. but another one to keep your uh, eye on is, uh, uh, Sterling versus, uh, Sanhagen, Corey Sanhagen. Um, that mm-hmm. one very well could have, uh, been the next kind of, like they're, they're, they're chewing after everyone's, you know, uh, Crazy after the or Cadeo Henry. Kih, I can never say that. But yeah, Stahudo. so does he?
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> But uh, since he vacated the, the title, um, these guys are right up in there. I mean, uh, tonight's a great card, uh, um, so that'll be one to watch as well. Um, Sandhagen uh, and and uh, between the two of them, I think they're coming in uh, with uh, five and zero in the UFC right now, uh, undefeated uh In the last five of both their appearances, so that'll be that'll be pretty amazing to watch
0: good yeah they're, they're, they're like
2: they're like
3: two and three at Ban for the title that's been vacated by Suhudo, so this is an official essentially title eliminator and then also you also got Cody Garbrandt on that card too and if Cody Garbrandt wins you know he could and he's actually a co feature but he if he wins he could very well start to put his name in title uh consideration being as though he's a former champ. So, it's a very interesting car tonight.
2: Yeah. I mean, Neil Magny, Colorado boy, you know, he's up before Oh, I Sterling forgot about now. Neil, fight yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, best of luck to Neil, you know. So, got to give that shout-out to some of the people I know or have met, I guess. You know? <laughs> so,
0: <yeah.
1: laughs> How about uh, – what do you think about uh, – we got uh, Leon Edwards versus uh, – Kamara
0: Usman coming
2: up. what what, what, do you,
3: what do you think of that one? Oh, on. Ty? Me? No, he not me. Go ahead, no, go ahead, Ty Oh yeah, I well I didn't know they had signed as as uh Leon Edwards against Kamara Usman. Edwards would be deserving. He's like on he's won his like last eight, I think, fights in the UFC. His last loss was to Kamara Usman. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that Mastodal was the guy who looked like he was going to get that shot just based on the fact that he was really hot, kind of 2019 fighter of the year. But Mastodal wasn't happy with the money, just like Henry Cejudo wasn't happy with the money, just like John Jones wasn't happy. With and so within the last couple of weeks, we've seen the U.S. blue best family fighter, who said he wants more money. Uh, also, Mastodal and John Jones said, hey, if you can't pay me more, release me. So oh, it's just funny that this has all come to light at a point in time where, you know, the UFC can't even get live gate. So, but, uh, mm-hmm. so right now you've, you've got, you know, two of their best fighters, uh, squabbling over money. And that's really kind of what's holding up the middleweight division, or, well, sorry, the welterweight division. So, uh, I didn't know they had signed Kamal, uh, Usman against Leon Edwards. Um, good fight. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I know they were talking about Gilbert Burns getting that shot based off his win over Taiwan, which I didn't think mm-hmm. was fair necessarily yet either. So, it's pretty interesting. In many ways, the welterweight division is muddled. You got to, uh, you know, the guy who deserves the shot doesn't seem to want it right now. So, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there was a big uh, thing Yeah, we've been there talking was a big about thing that in for a, a while. In the, the, the big question seems to be will John Jones give up his title? Will he, will he stick to his guns and walk away? Bob, what's your thoughts?
2: I, I think, you know, the smart move would be to do it. Uh, I don't know if he can or not. Um, and, and, you know, Dana's saying, you know, he's telling all these guys. because like, even, uh, like we've been talking about the the MMA money versus the boxing money for uh, several weeks now. And, um, Mm-hmm. you know all of us seem to be on board the mma should be getting paid more and, and i'm glad that these uh, upper ranking guys are standing their ground um the diazes have been fighting for the same stuff since the gate you know since the beginning and they're you know dina white's gone down saying that they're two of the most difficult people to work with because they're always arguing over money um you know but but like they say you know uh try to get what you're worth uh we, we've got a pretty short lifespan you know um Compared to boxing, um, you know you you can take a major you know beat down in you know under thirty fights versus boxing, you guys get up to hundreds of fights you know um, and I 'm not saying you're not taking a beating don't get me wrong. I feel bad for all those headshots but uh but you know you snap a, a tibia or a phibia or an arm or something like that you you might not be able to come back from it, so I really hope they can stick to this um, you know I know cowboy Cerrone was like talking back in the day about like a fighter's union almost. Um, But I really do hope that uh, because if if it will really shake things up, if Jones can walk away.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. All right. There's one other, two others I want to ask you about Uh, uh, Tyron Woodley and uh, Kobe, Kobe uh, Covington. Um, Has that, has that finally been set? Because I heard that was, go ahead.
2: Yeah, so that goes way back. Uh, I think um, Colby Covington was stripped of his title because he couldn't face uh, uh, Woodley way back in the day um, due to some, like, nasal surgery or something like that. And we all know Colby Covington is is quite the trash talker, you know, with his outs with uh, American Top Team. Um, And um, so – Uh, Woodley and him have no good blood Between them so it'll be it'll be a good Matchup in the work I don't think it's set Yet uh, as of sure Um, I think the odds are out Um, But you know with the like Gilbert Burns Just beating Woodley um, You know so these are These are going to be some great fights you know and And uh, Covington hasn't been I think his last uh, fight was August of last year against Robbie Lawler so um, great fight. They haven't signed it. The odds I think they've got uh Covington uh as a favorite. But I might have risked misread that earlier. Ty.
1: Ty. Hey, I think at this that's point, right. Yeah. Covington
3: has too much for, for, for Tyron Woodley Tyron Woodley's looked horrible in his last two fights. Um but, I, I, you know, again, he's 38 years old. He's been mostly an athletic fighter. You know, he comes from a wrestling background. Uh, so, you know, he's always had great top control and a big right hand. But in my opinion, he never really developed his game beyond that. And so as you start to see his reflexes kind of fade, he's having a hard time being able to land the right hand with the kind of consistency and accuracy he's used to. And he's not really going for takedowns like that because he doesn't quite explode the way he used to. And pressure has always been the bane to that type of style. Kobe Covington's a bigger, longer, younger wrestler who, who throws volume and brings a tremendous amount of pressure. I think he's going to drown Tyron Woodley. Uh, I know Woodley said that that fight was offered he accepted it. Kobe Covington, we don't know if he's accepted it yet. He may not accept it right now because Kobe Covington thinks Woodley's past it. So I could very well see him saying, hey, I deserve you know, a, a higher-profile shot. Kobe Covington, for my money, and I know a lot of people don't like him, but he, he's like 1A. I think Usman is clearly the best. Uh, those, he and Usman are clearly the best two welterweights, in my opinion, Usman and Covington. And uh, so as much as people don't like him and don't like the, you know, the, the politics of his trash talk, he's he a good fighter. And I think the only guy who really can beat him at that weight is the guy who beat him. I, I think Tyron Willie gets drowned right now by him. Mm-hmm. i agree with
2: that
1: one hundred percent yeah I mean, the last one I have on on, on that one m m a is uh, um uh, Cody statement versus uh, Bruce Keller uh, does anybody have any anything we could say on that one <clears throat> no
2: i no I don't know statement yeah. statement, yeah, yeah I'm not sure about that one okay yeah right. you
3: know, i have rather lie
1: yeah. See, I had, had something come up on the, the screen earlier today. Uh, Anthony jo- Joshua evidently has suffered a, a left knee injury, and he's going to be out for four to six weeks. What's that do with his to his uh, his upcoming fight?
3: Um, well, at the moment, probably not too much. Uh, I mean, everything's coming back, but uh, with Joshua. He, he's he's the main attraction. So right now, I mean, he 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 can afford to be hurt and not lose any shot. Real, um, but with all injuries, it depends to what to extent his knees messed up. Um, he has the best. He's gonna have the best care. So it's not gonna be like he's gonna. You
0: know,
3: as far as you know, we don't have to worry about you know his immediate care as far as certain medical. Um, Recovery you always have to worry about that But as I said He's going to have the best Uh, But I mean just rust And that's what you really Coming back that's all you really worry about With fighters like this With fighters period is the rust
1: Mm -hmm. uh, I know that uh, um, Bob Arum is uh, One of Chris's personal favorites So Chris uh, Bob Arum, Bob Arum wants to eliminate the WBC uh, mandatory fight with uh, Dylan White. Um, do you think that's a, a good, good deal, or, or is that just him uh, trying to screw people out of money again?
0: Well,
4: well he's a pretty shrewd guy. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he has a reason for everything he does, of course. Um, who, who's, who's he going to uh, – if he doesn't fight Dylan White – Who does he want his man to fight?
1: They haven't said yet.
4: I
3: mean, he just oh, haven't said yet. Mandatory that he wants no, yeah. Well, you know, uh, know. fury, Doctor Chris. So he he, he's going to want the wilder rematch within the Joshua fight, and Dylan White would pop up as a mandatory and potentially spoil the Joshua money. I think that's what he's looking at. Mm.
4: Well, wouldn't, um, wouldn't uh, Tyson Fury have something to say about that? And wouldn't uh, – uh, well, what's the uh, heavyweight ch- champ think of it now, of that fight? Would he, would he be willing to sit back and uh, postpone the uh, fight with uh, Wilder? I don't think so. Cause he's, I mean, that uh, get, that gets touchy. That gets touchy. And that's kind is, of where it's at uh, right for, now. Uh, yeah.
1: They have it scheduled for seven eighteen for the uh, next Fury Wilder
4: fight. Yeah, I know, and then, and now they want to postpone it for a while, huh? Well,
5: well we talked well, yeah, about this effect.
4: before. I don't, I don't see how Wilder is going to go for it, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're going to want to pay him any extra money to uh, know an Arum. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to want to pay Wilder any extra money. To sit back and let it. Yeah, him, Wilder
1: wanted something you know, like $20 something. million dollars to step
4: aside.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there, there a
4: man, time I will die right yeah. in the ring. Yeah.
3: You're <laughs> talking about uh, MMA he, fighters he, and, and how much they don't get paid to fight, I and mean, you're talking about Deontay Wilder getting paid $20 million not to fight. Wow.
0: Right, <laughs> they, right. <laughs> how that for qualifying?
3: MMA are here trying to trying to hold out for more salaries. This guy could sit down and get twenty million. Wow.
4: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ar- Aram's but, not giving anybody twenty million not to fight,
3: well, and yeah. not Dylan
4: not White. Not Dylan White. That, nah.
3: that uh, I mean, as far as Dylan Right now, Dylan White is an avoided man. He's an avoided yeah. man, and he's
0: he's high
4: he's high risk and low Ooh. reward. Right. They made the match. They're going to have to carry it out. While they're right. smart, twenty million dollars—that's a lot of <laughs> money. What, what yeah. it is is, yeah. is, is Dylan White has going been the number,
3: number one. Dylan White has been the you know number one rated WBC contender for for like two years, and so you know with Tyson Fury having won the title, Dylan White's an obligation. Um, obviously, he would have the rematch with Beyonce Lauder and he likes to go into a Joshua fight. But there's talk that he, you know, would potentially have to defend against Dylan Light. And, you know, I, again, so much is sticky right now because, you know, how boxing is negotiations. It's not like the UFC where there's an umbrella, one umbrella, and all the fighters are under this umbrella. And even with that, you hear fighters are still hiding over money, even though they're all working for the same company. So in boxing, you're talking about different organizations trying to work together and then different organizations trying to influence, enforce mandatory. It's just so, so sticky, especially when no sites that have definitively been announced. You've heard dates thrown out there, but nothing's been definitively announced yet because boxing's not back as of yet. So. Mm-hmm.
1: The, the, uh, Bob, you've got an update for us, don't you?
2: Yeah, amazing uh, UFC 250 just going. Um, uh, it was just uh, <clears throat> your former just got TKO'd from Alex Perez with he- leg kicks. So, <laughs> so, uh, just kept uh, attacking that lead leg switch kick to the uh-huh. inside round oh, the, man i, I was out, watching that. banging it up yeah, it and, and the dude he, at, at one he just laid back he was done he couldn't walk anymore <laughs> so uh, again you know doing? he died so mm-hmm. phenomenal yeah it was just a fantastic leg kick so um, by all means, I mean, I mean it, it it's one thing to get a, see a glorious punch, but you don't see too many people go down like that. So hats off to the Muay Thai guy. Uh phenomenal. Yes,
3: sir. Fight. Love it. Love to hear that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Even
3: though I, I like Homaga. I thought Homaga was gonna win that fight actually, so
2: Oh, he was just blasting those legs. Uh uh
4: um, wow. it was it was phenomenal. He just quit. He didn't, like, didn't, he Perez just fight, didn't Perez just fight Woodley? Didn't Perez just fight Woodley? Wasn't it recently that he fought Woodley and, and beat
0: him? Or yeah, am I wrong? No,
3: yeah, no, it wasn't Perez. Woodley only lost to Gilbert Melendez and uh, Gilbert Melendez, Gilbert Burns, okay. and uh, Kapal Usman in the last like seven years.
1: Okay. Uh see, I got a question for you. If um uh, if uh, Canelo versus Devinchenko doesn't go for some reason, would they is the backup uh, Anthony Durrell? Do you think? Uh, I don't see Anthony
3: Durrell being in the pickings for Canelo. <laughs> I mean to be honest, I mean Anthony Durrell is good but Canelo has he has other places to go for more money
0: to be honest. Um,
3: Mm -hmm. And Anthony Durrell was stopped in his last title shot, last fight, essentially, against uh, uh, Joseph Benavidez. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Canelo wouldn't have that fight. Anthony Durrell would have to have something to going after, and he he doesn't at this point.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Excuse me. How about... uh... Uh Ryan Garcia all of a sudden is all over the trades. Um, he wants uh Henry Cejudo to come out of retirement and fight him. Uh does anybody see that I guess Bob, do you see that happening or, or Zito, do you see that happening?
2: Yeah, I
3: think Wait, he heard he, 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 so Brian Garcia, Garcia. And, and Henry he and Henry Sejudo have <laughs> been going back and forth uh kind of you know on, on on social media and there's been some talk that henry cejudo's like i'll fight ryan garcia in saudi arabia so no that fight is not realistic it's just those two guys talking mm-hmm. back and forth on social media ryan garcia is, is looking to take on Jorge Linares very soon and henry cejudo is just promoting the henry cejudo brand, brand. It's kind of mm-hmm. what he does um but, no, Ryan Garcia, Henry Cejudo just retired from MMA. He's not a boxer by any stretch of the imagination. He's not even one of the best strikers in MMA. He's just a great fighter. Um, but, you know, he's gotten through a little bit of trash talk with Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia has a huge social media fo- media following. And, you know, Henry's doing what he does. Cejudo likes to be cringy and promote his brand, and he's doing so. But there's no chance that Ryan Garcia is going to say, you know what, instead of me pursuing my boxing career, I'll take a second – where nobody knows me to fight another UFC fighter that nobody knows except hardcore. Fight makes no money because right. nobody, no casual fan knows who Ryan Garcia or Henry Cejudo is. We're the only guys who know who Ryan Garcia and Henry Cejudo are. All the guys are right here on the show. That knows who those guys are. So for money, a fight like that to make money, they have to they have to be popular to the casuals, not just the hardcore.
1: Neither one of those guys have done that yet. So.
3: You have to cross over.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Was, well here's another question and uh Ryan Garcia has called out Javante Davis. Um I, I realize he's got a, a twenty and 0 record and he's get with seventeen knockouts. But is he set for, for Javante Davis? Javante Davis can um, you know, he's not a lightweight at all.
3: Uh, he can try. uh Tank Davis and uh, Javante Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia have been going back and forth. On social media for a year or two and they actually got so heated that there was a threat to meet each other at a gym and just have a fight so so they've been going back and forth for a while Uh, I do believe that Oscar De La Hoya would be quicker maybe not now but he'd be quicker to roll the dice with that fight than I think Floyd Mayweather and team Javante Davis Um, although Javante is more experienced, he's a, you know, more dynamic puncher. Ryan Garcia has some physical advantages that that's, you just don't want to attack just yet. So it's a, it's a fight that would be interesting, but Ryan Garcia is a longer, bigger guy who's destined to be, a you know, fighting at a bigger weight. So I don't know if that's a
5: – I think there
3: are reasons why that fight hasn't happened yet. First of all, those guys are – Want to come up? Javante Davis is a little bit more established, but we know you know he hasn't been as active as he could be. He's had some weight issues, so he hasn't kind of capitalized on his name recognition the way he should be yet. So it's a fight that could mean a lot more, you know, a little bit down the road if both of them stay at a similar rate. So, um, but they've mm-hmm. been arguing and talking about that fight for for a few years
0: Okay, yeah. both Lee? guys
3: are big for their weight. Both guys are big mm-hmm. for their yeah, weight. Yeah. Uh, but but one um, guy is 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 big and one guy is is rangy and long. Who's who's going to move up in weight? He's younger too. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Ryan Ryan a bit younger, and they're both not they're not old guys. But Javantes uh, is not old by any stretch. But no, Ryan, he, he's, he's younger. younger.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So um, Ryan, he's younger. He's less experienced. <laughs> so really, both guys. Um. I I see them. If they meet, I think they they would... uh, If they're not meeting sooner, they're going to meet at a different weight Because both guys Mm -hmm. don't see both guys staying at at 130 in the weight limit. You know what? I think if they don't meet soon, they won't meet. Because Ryan Garcia has a frame that could allow him to to compete at 140 and perhaps 147. Javante Davis, he's big for the weight, but if he's just big, she's a very short guy. And doesn't have a 140 frame, you know what I mean? You know he's fighting at 130, 135. He just moved up to 135, but he does not have a 140 frame. Yeah, and I mean he's a he's a just he's very short for his weight, and he's a guy who he, he's kind of like an Adrian Boner,
5: Just I mean, as
3: far as his stature, not not in anything else, but as far as his stature, and so he doesn't have that frame that that's going to allow him to go up the way Ryan Garcia's could. So you know? Mm-hmm. Cito's right. If they don't do it soon, if they don't do it soon, I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think mm-hmm. Gervonta Davis is going to be effective above one thirty-five.
0: Yeah.
1: What do you think, Chris?
4: What's that, Frank?
1: I so said, what do you think on the on Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis?
4: <laughs> That's a tough pick. Uh... You know, I've watched uh, watched Davis a couple of times. Um, Awful hard puncher, small guy, short guy, but very powerful. Uh, He's going to have to give away height and reach uh, to make it. You know, it'll be an interesting fight. But um, I see better opponents for uh, Davis, easier opponents. That's a tough opponent for him, I think. So I'd like to see him. Yeah. I think he's a young guy. What the hell is a big rush? Why rush him in with yeah, all the yeah. killers? And if he, you know, give him some time, let him, let him enjoy the title. Let him, uh, you know, let him make some money. These guys, you know, you don't want to fight your toughest opponent, It may be your last fight. And what the hell for? It took you a long time to get there. Uh, some of these managers, uh, I wonder what they use for brains. You know, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Give their fighters a chance. Let him make a few bucks and get established. So, uh, you know, Davis got, Davis can get fights all he wants in Baltimore. Matter of fact, yeah. he, he could he could bring anybody there and draw. He'd be a draw there, yeah. you know. So let him have some easy fights. I, they all want to be Steve Cunningham's white like killers. The hell, they get the hell beat out yeah. for no reason. You know, I I'd like to... I, I mean, my 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 uh, friend Skinner. That's his favorite fighter, Davis. That's all I hear. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> he's funny when you start talking about Davis. He thinks he's going to be around for a long while. Yeah, well, he might be right. We don't know what he's got. Uh, he's wiped wiped out a lot of guys real easily. So we'll see. I'd like to see him fight, though. He really is a you know he's a colorful guy. I'd like to see him fight. I'd like to. See him keep going, but not not against the you know the toughest opponents. Just because somebody calls you out, that's crazy. Yeah, and you know what, Doctor Chris? You know? That's
3: not a fight. That's not a fight that's realistically talked talked about. Like it's a fight that's only talked about because the two guys call each other out on social media. But Oscar yeah, De La Hoya yeah. is not like you'll hear Oscar De La Hoya say, "Yeah, to put him up. I'll I'll have him fight." But you know, outside of just in the press, it's not a it's not a realistic fight for either one guy because both guys are young. And both guys have a lot yeah. that they have to accomplish, and you know, I mean, yeah, you got guys like that that are young, and you, know, and you know that they have a great trajectory. You want them to meet kind of when they're at their plateau, not coming up like this. They do that in in Britain, but not over here. So,
4: yeah, let them let, him, let him both make a. You know, the guy's young. The, the other guy's young and uh, hell of a puncher. He let him make a few bucks. Yeah, you, know, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember, you know. Uh, you're going to live a long time, and you don't want to see your career against your toughest opponent—you know—destroyed early. And both guys have nothing to nothing to gain from that fight. I don't see it. Yet. Somebody's no, going to lose yet. too much.
3: Yeah, nothing to gain just yet.
4: Yeah, and yeah, that'll be going down what do the road. Z, what do you think, the uh,
5: Yeah.
3: Oh, oh, I'm, uh, oh, yeah, I already said that, I think. But I also think that um, that's the thing about boxing. That's the thing that draws people away to boxing at times, too, that the best don't meet the best. Now, I understand the guys are young and everything, but that happens all the time in boxing, to where when, when you get a shot, you get a shot. Um, You have that uh, recent heavyweights, young heavyweights meeting each other. I forget exactly who. But, I mean, that that's kind of what people have been clamoring for, is the matchmaking in boxing. And at times you're going to have two young guys who, who might have to face each other. One of those guys has to take him out. That, that's what boxing was back in the day. I mean, the best did face the best for the most part. So, I mean, I understand the fact that you want to save guys. But you you also, you, I mean, it's it's like, you know, you, you having your cake in, You know, running ice cream on it and everything else. It just can't be that yet. And and you know what? The two heavyweights you're talking about, um, and it it would have happened if not for COVID, is uh, Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce is a little older, but they're both, you know, very inexperienced heavyweights. The the problem with Ryan Garcia and um, Javante Davis is you're talking about the best fight and the best, and neither one of these guys is the best yet. You know what I mean? So You do have fighters where there's a collision course on the come up. It's going to happen in the United Kingdom because of how small their pool is over there. So you're going to have a James DeGale fight a George Groves, both coming up trying to get to world level. In the United States, because of how things are over here, politics really, the guys could be maneuvered to world level without really fighting each other and proving their best. So the reason why nobody's clamoring for that shot, that that fight, you know, again, it's really just those two talking. The reason why nobody's clamoring for that fight is because nobody knows who they are. Neither guy has established themselves as of yet. And so, you know, so over here there's there's plenty. They don't have to fight each other over here. They can, just like you were saying, Zito. But, you know, there's talk of Ryan Garcia fighting Julio Linares. Let him have that fight just barely defended the title because he didn't make weight. So, I mean, it's just they each have their own thing to do. Then there's the politics of even they're, all, they're fighting on different networks. Ryan Garcia is with his own. Tank Davis is with Fox Sports. So, I mean, it's just it's a, it's a whole muddled mess. They don't have that in the United Kingdom. Plus, if George Rose doesn't beat James DeGale, he doesn't get the shot at the title. In the United States, they can get shots at the title without fighting each other, unfortunately. Um, but there's just no clamor for that fight. Again, if those guys weren't talking trash to each other, nobody would be talking about them fighting because there's just there's mm-hmm. too much they have to clean to even get to that point to where they can man command a watching fight. And you know, because they're both rising prospects and with the watching fight, there's just not enough money in that mm-hmm. the guy would price himself out right now
0: anyway. So. Such a yeah. massive sport. All
1: right, so on. on uh... August eight, August fifteenth, we have Dylan White versus Pavetkin, Alexander Pavetkin. All right, so uh, let's see, uh, Z, let's start with you. Your thoughts?
3: Um, i, I thought got Pavetkin. He, he he he's done. He's done. He still has a little bit, but on a world class level, he's done. And right now, Dylan White is a semi boogeyman. So I, I don't really see Pavekin having too much of a shot against Dylan White. Although Pavekin, he, he has a puncher's chance, but um, I mean, now, now I just think right now Dylan is he, he he's the guy right now almost. He's the he's the he's the, he's the, he's the third guy to to a point. Because I don't know if Anthony exactly <laughs> Joshua wants to see Dylan White. I've seen mega progression in Dylan White. I mean, fight 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 from fight to fight. fight, fight. You see Dylan White progressing. His, his game's getting better. He went ahead. He beat, uh, I think, Lucas Brown. He beat Chisora. He beat um, uh, Joseph Parker. So I mean, and so right now, I mean, he's hot. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the hot guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right.
3: You know, I don't know. It depends what Pavekin has left when he shows up. Zito said he's done. I don't know if he's done. He he lost to Joshua, uh, but he looked good in stretches. I don't know if Pavekin can – can. He, I think he could be done in a sense that I don't know if he could put forth a strong effort over 12 rounds. He faded against Joshua. Um, but, uh, but he's a dangerous fighter, heavy hands. And Dylan White – has been progressing and Dylan White has beaten, you know, he's he's been beating everybody you put in front of him, but Dylan White's been scraping by everybody. Lucas Brown, he destroyed. If he doesn't destroy Lucas Brown, he's not a contender. Lucas Brown is not that good. Uh, the Joseph Parker fight, which is one of the fights I was most impressed with him because I honestly thought Parker would beat him. And I thought if Parker, I still think if Parker fought a smart fight, he would have beat Dylan White. Um, but Dylan White really impressed me in that fight. But he edged by that fight. He was losing the Tesoro fight till he knocked Tesoro out. And he really struggled, really struggled with Oscar Rivas, even though he tested positive for a banned substance. So um, you know, I'm a big Dylan White fan. I like the guy. I love hearing him talk. He's a very articulate, color, colorful character. Uh, but I don't know. I don't think he he beats Joshua. I, th- I don't think he does. I think he could uh, very well lose to Pavekin if Pavekin shows up right. But you always got to go with Dylan because you know what you're going to get. Dylan's going to get hit. He's go- he-, he could get hurt, but he's always going to come back fighting and he's going to bring the fight to you. And uh, where I favor him over Pavekin is the fact that I know Dylan's going to keep fighting for 12 rounds. I don't know if Pavekin has that in his tank anymore. So
1: that's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Chris?
4: I think he's right. I, the other guy don't have anything left. I think he's done. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, mm-hmm. you know the other guy's are coming up, much better fighter. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that uh, uh, the guy's done. He's small. It's not a big. He's not that big a puncher either. Uh, he doesn't do that good against the bigger guys. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think if if they, if they made the match, they'd be doing. Doing him a favor, giving him a you know, giving him a good payday, but uh, he I, he can't be uh, white. He can't be. He doesn't have anything left. I saw his last fight. He he's done. He's right. done. I mean, you know, he, he right now he's an opponent. That's all he is. We call him an opponent. Right. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not. He doesn't have anything left. So, mm-hmm. I think it would be a bad fight. He, he didn't look good yeah. to me. He didn't look good his last fight. So I, I okay. well, he's fought a million times, and he's, you know, he's not—he's grown in—he's grown into the weight that he's at, and it's not—it's—it's it's, right. it's not comfortable on him, you know. It's not—it's mm-hmm. not doesn't. Nah, I just—I don't care for that. Uh, I don't uh, anymore. I think he should just, close to be retiring. He's taken a lot of—he's of think- been in a lot of rough fights in his life. Time to retire. And was also.
3: And he's also They all to want to grab that one last
4: pay, Chuck. You can't blame him for that. Yeah. They can get he away with it. You know, three,
3: okay. He also failed three drug tests, too. So, again, yeah. even when he was at his peak, you still kind of have to question how high his peak was because of the performance-enhancing drugs. And remember, he, he got pulled out of a fight with Deontay Wilder because he failed two drug tests. Yeah. I mean, so he's had – Prevekin's had a significant history of drug cheating. So, uh, you know, again, now that, you know, some of the testing's a little bit more stringent, it is, you know, again, he's passed it as it is, but now he can't even juice up. So, yeah, yeah I definitely like Dylan White. Right. I remember that.
1: Sure. How about, uh, all right, let's start with uh, Canelo Alvarez and uh, Sergey uh in September, September 14th. Who wants to start that Z?
3: Um,. I like Dervichenko I like Derchenko skill I like his heart i like uh his his all around game which is basically he's a big to a canelo Zach. Um
0: mm-hmm. I, Canelo
3: big. i-, I, I it, it's hard to it was been hard to pick uh Dervinchenko a few years ago over canelo mm-hmm. um the common opponent um outside of golovkin uh Danny Jacobs. And Canelo beat Danny Jacobs. It was a close fight. Uh, Derevchenko lost to Danny Jacobs. It was a close fight. Here's here's the thing: I'm, the comparison is with the other opponent. Canelo fought, and, and although Golovkin was progressively getting older uh, in his career, Canelo fought him twice. And he, he, you know, the first fight was a draw, and the second fight, you know, Canelo won. Dervinchenko did better against the, uh, Golovkin than Canelo. As I say, understand that you know uh, Golovkin moved up in age, but still, Dervichenko ended up. He was kind of beating Golovkin up. He, he was beating Golovkin up, and he lost. I mean, he gave the fight to Golovkin, but he he was beat Golovkin up. Canelo, he put he put some smoke on Golovkin. He put some put some hurt on Golovkin, but he didn't beat Golovkin up like Derevchenko. Um, uh-huh. Dervichenko is surprisingly quick-handed and, and pretty quick foot. Where Canelo's going to have his problem is he's fighting a guy who's about maybe technically better than him. Now, meaning just technically as far as, you know, just every doing things boxingly perfect. Um, I'm not saying he's a better boxer than Canelo, but, I mean, Devachenko's technically better than Canelo. Canelo will lead with an open left hook, open his face up and everything to set things up. Um, he he's more he, He's more, you know, a little more
0: Crafted than that He,
3: he probably, probably can't get away with that But, I mean, he, he's more technically Skillful That could give Canelo problems Uh Devinchenko moves his feet Extremely, extremely well Especially on the inside He'll get, I mean And he's not particularly a Stay there inside fighter But He's a guy who will get inside, He'll throw little combinations, but he'll move around you. He'll move around you and get good angles. So, and and Canelo's not the speediest foot guy to where, you know, that's things that Devichenko could take advantage of. I do not see Devichenko beating Canelo just because level of competition. Canelo is, he's, he's still, he's not an old guy, but the level of competition, he just beat Kovalev. As, right. I mean, I, it's kind of hard for me to pick Uh No matter how good he is, this—I mean—level of competition.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Ty?
3: If 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 that fight were to happen, you'd have to favor Cadello. Uh, I love Um Going into the Triple G fight, even before that fight was signed, they always spoke of Derevchenko being the the, the physically toughest opponent for Triple G. Canelo might be the best opponent he faced, but the guy who's going to take the most out of physically was but you and he did. He he really brutalized Triple G physically, but Triple G also brutalized him physically. So, you know, Derevichenko, he's not 38 like Triple G, but he's 34. So after that war with Triple G, you got to wonder what he's got left, too, even though I thought he uh-huh. won pretty clearly. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, Derevichenko on his best day is the kind of guy who will lose a very close fight to Canelo, and 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 that's what I would predict, especially... If, if the Triple G wouldn't take too much out of him. I predict him to push Canelo. You'll see some great combinations and exchanges by both men. Both men are pretty quick-fisted to be short, stocky guys. Um, yeah. and so you'll, you'll see a great fight. It'll be a, a wonderful, world-class fight. But where is going to be a little bit better is he's just a little bit more de- he's better defensively. He's better slipping and countering. And uh, although is going to push him, he would lose a close fight to Canelo.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: What do you think, Chris?
4: Well, um, I you know what? School's out on Canelo against these big, tough uh, uh, light heavies. Um, he's still a true middleweight that can't make the middleweight division anymore. But he's not. He didn't get any taller. Reach isn't that good. And I think he's in for a damn tough night if he makes that fight. And I think he could be beaten that night. A uh, cut a cut could change it. Anything could change it around. Uh I, I wouldn't make uh I wouldn't make Canelo a heavy favorite. I, I you know. I, I would I would say that uh, damn near even money.
3: Uh the one like thing said, about Vachenko, he's a short middleweight though, Doctor Chris. Canelo might be, he'd be the one guy Canelo might be taller than that middleweight. <laughs> I think might he's, he's shorter, might be he's shorter than. Uh, no, I thought he was not. taller.
0: Think,
3: yeah, Derevchenko's Devinchenko. only five nine himself. He's not five ten. He? He's yeah. only five. Yeah, and yeah. like Canelo's like five nine. They're five like eight. really roughly about the same height. Yeah. You yeah, know, Derevchenko would be significantly one of would be significantly smaller than Triple G and Danny Garcia, yeah. Danny Jacobs, as far as weight. He's shorter, but no, nope. but yeah.
4: Well let's see the fight. I hope the hell they made the fight. Let's see
3: it <laughs> I do too. I really You know.
4: Do. I like to see it. I like to see Canelo the the more the more you know yeah. the more he fights the, the the more uh you find out about him.
3: You know? You know, Triple, G turned, he'd he'd Cripple, Triple you know? G turned
4: down the rematch
3: with Dorbachenko. Doctor Chris. Triple G turned down the rematch with Dorbachenko. They asked him for the rematch, he was like nah. Nope,
0: not again. No, I don't what the hell for? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. want to <laughs> Yeah, I don't,
4: don't want to wake a... him up. Don't wake him up. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: let me, well, let me ask you this: so, That the Sergei Derevchenko is calling out uh, Jamiril Charlo for a title fight. Is that is that a possibility? Do you think, Ty?
3: you know what? It's always a possibility and it's always not a possibility when the guys fight on different networks. So Darren is a the zone fighter with you know, Eddie Hearns and those guys, which is why he could fight a Triple G potentially fight a Canelo. Jamel Charlo's on the other side of the street at Fox Sports. And unfortunately, there's nobody at one. They, they have everybody at 154, but there's nobody at 160. So for that fight to happen, Jamel Charlo would have to do something that he hasn't done yet, which is say yes. Eddie Hearn has offered Jamal Charlo all sorts of money to come over and fight uh, Demetrius Andrade. He offered him Derevichenko before. And Jamel Charlo on social media is like, yeah, I'll beat all your whole stable." But then when the offers actually put to Jamel Charlo, he's like, You gotta talk to Al Heyman and so mm-hmm. those fights haven't been made. So the the likelihood of a the only way that fight gets made is if somebody says, All right, we gotta go to the rival network and is Al Heyman gonna pay Vachenko enough for Vachenko to say, you know what, even though I'm over here in the zone where Canelo is and Triple G is, let me go over mm-hmm. here and, and 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 fight Jamel Charlo. The only way he's gonna do that is if it's financially feasible. And I don't think Hayman to make it financially feasible. Eddie Hearn has made it financially feasible, but Al Hayman and Jamal Charlo haven't pulled the trigger. So I think that fight, just like Demetrius Andre, just like Canelo, Jamal Charlo will talk about he wants all these people. You hear these fights speculated upon, but the actual business of these fights getting done, I don't see happening anytime soon. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. The, um, the 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 other question is now as long as you brought that uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Hearn and, and uh, everybody up. Can Manny Pacquiao claim his ninth division title uh, with his next fight with Triple G? With her? Yeah. When his next I'm fight sorry, if he claim you? if he fights if he fights Triple G, can he
3: Maybe claim Pacquiao's his ninth not fighting Triple G. That is not happening. That that is not happening. He's not going up that high. He, he at this at yeah. this stage in his career he's only going to fight one forty seven
1: if if you heard mm-hmm. that
3: that i didn't even read that but i know that's not accurate There's was that that was yeah, it was on, uh, on, it was he on he boxing goes.
1: news this morning
3: yeah no he's not he there's no way on earth he could go up to one sixty to fight triple g mm-hmm. no way mm-hmm. no way and i was i would expect him to be rightly killed so um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: hey. he he looked, he' looked like he, a midget in I mean, there yeah, and, and even yeah. though he, he he's phenomenal, he's actually, you know, he doesn't necessarily look it, but he's actually chronologically he's older than Triple G. He's like two years older than Triple G. Then you want to go up to 160, mm-hmm. he would get rubbed out.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had a chance to, like I was telling everybody last week, I had a chance to sit down with uh, uh, our friend Keith Thurman um, earlier uh, last week, and uh, he sees the feel. Mm-hmm. That except for the knockdown in the first round, that he won every round and he would have won that fight. Now, uh let's start with Z with that with that one. What's your answer to that one?
0: Um
1: That's not true.
3: <laughs> he just yeah. said that's not true. What, what Keith did, Keith made a very, very good account of himself after things weren't looking good early. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if things weren't looking good earlier Things looked like they could be going Like downhill fast for Keith uh, What Keith did, Keith Reverted back to sort of his old style He planted his feet And, and he went to banging it out And Pacquiao didn't like that <laughs> I mean, simple mm-hmm. as that um, Outside of that, Pacquiao box Keith I hate to say it Keith, mm-hmm. he, uh, he, 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 really He's been winning his fights Off of outside boxing off of outside mm-hmm. boxing and his timing, uh, phys- using his physical attributes, his, his power to, mm-hmm. to definitely gain respect. Um, but is not the guy that you can do that with uh, if unless, you know, you, you are, I guess I'm going to say like Sugar Ray Leonard, phenomenal. Yeah, as mm-hmm. good as Keith is, Keith needs a guy that, that he can set up. Pacquiao's too herky-jerky, too experienced, too herky-jerky for that. When Pacquiao when the fight did mm-hmm. slow down, Keith put his size on Pacquiao. Pacquiao is not a big heavyweight, a big welterweight.
0: Keith began Great. to put
3: his size on Pacquiao, um, but Keith didn't win every round of that fight. He, I mean, I didn't really disagree too much with the judges.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
3: All right. I think Keith is getting his fight with Pacquiao confused with Juan Manuel Marquez's, Marquez's first fight with Pacquiao. If Juan Manuel Marquez had not been knocked down three times in that first round, he wins that fight because he basically won almost every round after that. The fight not with Keith won. Thurman was a little different. Yeah, see, there you go. The fight with Keith Thurman and Manny Pacquiao was different. Um, Keith was knocked down, and, and it, the knockdown and him being outboxed is what caused him to change his strategy. When he changed the strategy, he was bringing the fight back. He clawed back in the fight. He didn't lose that fight because he got knocked down in the first round. He lost that fight. When he lost that fight is when he got hurt in, like, the 10th round. Um, that was a fight he was he could seize the momentum. He got hurt, Pacquiao took over and won those last couple of rounds. Um, so just from a round standpoint, him being hurt towards the end of the fight was more detrimental to the scorecard than, than the knockdown to a certain extent. It was more detrimental to the mo- momentum, not necessarily the scorecard, of the fight. Keith was starting to make his way back in. Pacquiao pulled away with that. Uh, the fact of the matter is, though, is that Keith, and, and I love Keith, but I don't think Keith has been the same since he returned back. He looked horrible against Roberto Lopez, and I don't think the Pacquiao, the, the Keith Thurman that Pacquiao fought is not the same guy that fought Sean Porter and Danny Garcia. And he mm-hmm. gave a great account of himself, and he fought off the front foot. When he fought off the front foot, he was successful. But the fact of the um, matter is he lost that fight pretty cleanly. And when he was starting to get a foothold in the fight, Pacquiao hurt him again, and it just it stopped him from being able to mount the comeback he wanted. So, no, not at all.
1: Okay. How about you, uh Chris?
4: Well, sometimes you got a fighter like Pacquiao who, who has a great reputation, a great history.
5: I, I have a,
4: I think the judges have a tendency to, to 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 favor him a little bit. You know what I mean? He's a, he he makes the fight. He jabs. He tries. Yeah. He's a very he's a very admired fighter, and I think he gets away with some things that Keith can't get away with. That's the, uh, he has a bigger stature in the ring than Keith, even though Keith was a champion. But Pacquiao's been around for a long time, done a lot of of great things, a lot of great fights. And I think uh, it masks his, if if a round is even, it's going to go to Pacquiao. If it's dead even, Mm -hmm. most of the judges are going to vote for Pacquiao. And then I think that's what happened with Keith. Keith thinks he won them all, but he didn't. You know. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I think that with Pacquiao's name and what he's done, they're going to favor him a little bit. He's going to get away with things that Keith can't get away with. And I think that's right. what happened. Keith Keith got right. knocked down, that's true. I mean, he made one mistake, boom, he was on his butt. And he come back, mm-hmm. he did fight good after that. But not, not sensational. You know, right. enough to so. make Pacquiao look bad. So it it wasn't enough to take the title. That's how how I felt about it. It wasn't wasn't enough. Okay. Now maybe they fight again. Now maybe maybe it'd be a different story. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. Mm -hmm. Hey hey, Uh, Bob, you have an update? Yeah,
2: sure do. Bob, yep. Okay. um, So we got a uh, update. Uh, Charles Bird just lost From some ground and pound from Maki
5: Petillo oh. uh,
2: Petillo, uh, I think he's Like a first round fighter, kind of comes out very Explosive, uh, he came out Charged him up, banged him Around real good, but then Charles Bird oh. Stayed calm, uh, took it uh, They went to the uh, cage um, Did Charles Bird uh, did some great Grappling, um, actually he was Coming back for round uh, one um, Then he just came out I guess they just both gassed themselves out down two. Pitolo come out, just bang, bang him up against the cage with some serious uh, left right, some elbows, and then uh, got a, a leg sweep, took uh, Charles Bird to the ground and finished with uh, ground and pound.
3: So, hey, does the main card start at 10? The main card starts at 10, right?
2: Yeah, 10 for us out here. All right. Where are you at? I am um, in Maryland. He's in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh
3: shit! You're right. Yeah, we're right in Delaware. All right. So yeah, start at ten. All right. Cool. I just wanted to make sure.
1: Good. Well, guys, we're right up against our time limit. Uh, Bob, again, uh, thanks, million, for all your preparation and uh, your updates. Uh, we appreciate that every week. Um, we hope to uh,
3: I love hope to keep it up. On you on. when you go to the west
1: coast. Oh yeah. So when you move sure, to the west sure. coast, we're going to have uh, we're going to change our time, so you have to get up at four in the morning to. Uh, <laughs>
2: and uh so last week we talked to uh, our friend bob uh so i booked my ticket so they it's called the takeover uh first pro boxing up in sturgis i got my ticket last night or two nights ago right. so uh, right. I, when we drive over and i'll be hitting sturgis to watch some boxing and uh uh that'll be fantastic
1: yeah he's got your number i think i sent you his number right yeah, that will yeah, be great. I'll never... definitely hook up. Pretty... Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He'll get you down front. He's uh, he's good at doing things Bo- like that. Bob, you're there driving are.
2: your Harley up there. Um, I did. Are last you driving, Doctor Dr. Chris? Yeah, this year I got a trailer because we're moving at the same time. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so last year I took the bike. This year I got a trailer. It.
4: Where are you moving right. to, Bob? <laughs>
2: San Diego, or Camp Pendleton area. Hey. My wife. Whoa! Across the, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, the country. Yeah. the
0: country.
2: Yeah. It always my Garmin always takes me to Sturgis before it goes anywhere else. My I, I got to get a new Garmin or or,
0: or, <laughs> or
4: GPS <laughs> whatever. Camp <you
0: know? laughs>
4: Pendleton, huh? Yeah. So I'll be wow. going north
2: to go south. <laughs> Not a smart man, but I knew how to fight.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot.
2: Again, guys, we'll isn't, the, isn't that the a Marine base?
4: base?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge yeah. Marine base. Yeah.
4: Yeah, huge base. Camp Pendleton. Yeah. So the wife will be over there trying well, to get her. Well, wish her luck. California's, <laughs> California's crazy. Wish her luck out I'm there, not... Bob. Yeah, don't, the don't, humidity needs to get a little.
1: You're gonna need three yeah, jobs to pay for the taxes they have out there. Oh um, my God, <laughs> that's true.
0: Yeah,
4: <laughs> the nut out. Jeez. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but uh, Chris, thanks a lot for everything. I appreciate your being on every week. Oh, yeah,
4: every week. It, was, it was nice. It's a good show to listen to too. It's a good show yeah, to talk on. Good show to listen. I learn a lot. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, all right, guys. I'll it's see you next week, then. Okay. Have take good care. Guys have week good luck, of everybody. Good All right.
1: Take yeah. care, guys. It's always great to have you back. I know you're working hard. Why don't you give your, uh, your film a plug while we're on here. here?
3: So we're working on the Anthony Wright story. Anthony Wright was a gentleman who served 25 years in prison for a rape and murder he did not commit. Uh, we've been blessed to be fortunate enough to be able to tell his story, which is what we're working on now. So one reason great. why I have a hard time making it sometimes. So thank you, sir. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, we appreciate it. And uh, let us know when it uh, when it comes out, and we'll see if we can get people to go there and uh, watch that. Oh, night. absolutely. Yeah. see it's always great to have you on, brother. Um, like I said, I, I wish the hell that uh, the uh, oh I did notice uh, I'm going to tell you tell you too, Ty. Um, mm-hmm. What was what's her name? Your seventh grade teacher at uh, Saint Peter. Miss Finnan. Miss Finnan. No, maybe in mm-hmm. sixth grade. was Wasn't Finnan eighth grade? I think Finnan was eighth grade. We
3: we, we had. That Seventh and eighth. Yeah, we had our seventh sure. and
1: eighth. Oh Jesus, poor kids. Um,
0: yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying to
1: think. Oh, Sister Sister Vincent. Is back at St. Saint, uh, Saint Peter's. Oh. Sister Vincent Louise. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> is she? Yeah. yeah. She's oh. down in the senior center. Yeah. Good, mm-hmm. for uh, good. Yeah. good for her. Good for St. Peter's. It's nice She's to have a good, a good woman. Yeah, it is. She yeah. was a good person. And, uh, good for St. Peter's. Z, I, 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 like I said, I wish the hell everybody up there could, uh, could take a look at you now from, from the man that you become. become. Um, they yeah. certainly would be shocked um, so You're always prepared You're always doing a great job And uh, you're a credit to your your uh, self And your family uh, um, We always uh, we always talk about you down here So uh, if your ears are ringing thank sometime The two of you It's because uh, we're we're talking about you guys up there
0: well, thank, so, you, um, thank you Thank
1: you well, Ladies and gentlemen These programs are brought to you Each and every night of the week In grateful appreciation To the men and women Of the United States Armed Forces Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Just uh Ty, why don't you leave us out? All, all
0: right, good night
1: guys.
3: Thank you, Service. thanks, hey,
2: hey,
3: thanks Bob. Thanks. Uh, wonderful talking to everybody. Uh Bob is our co pilot and Coach Mel is watching over us. Thank you. See? Uh, another wonderful show. I would like to thank Bob, Doctor Chris, thank yes. you, Butch, Ty, all of my fighting words family. These shows are definitely a memory of Bob and Coach Mel. Anyone wants to hear any fighting words, please do call.
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week I'm grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the Men and Women of Police and Fire Services. While you're out there and you and you see somebody in uniform, please uh let them know you know they're there. This is very dangerous times for everybody. Um please be safe out there yourself. Um, there's nothing uh nothing more than I can say to that. Uh, these programs are dedicated to those who, who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcat, Sergeant Thomas Battinger, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowicz, Detective Bernie Bell, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Lieutenant Mike Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman Onofo Crispin uh, <clears> at <throat> Lakeland PD, Chief Al Hogel, Longbow Cave Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrol and Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol. Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Plymouth Tatchett Highway Patrol. Uh, Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department. Deputy, Mike, Deputy Chief Mike Pratt, Philadelphia Fire Department. Deputy John Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department. Uh, Patrolman uh, Robert Germain, Windermere, Florida Police Department. Uh, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Charlie Condit, Tarpet Springs Police Department. Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Kotloff. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Philadelphia Police Department. Delaware State Trooper Sergeant Rodney Bond. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Er Ardeth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. Special Inspector FDLE Mini Galaccio. State Trooper Corporal Stephen Boward. Patrol Sergeant uh, Sam Howard, uh, Kissimmee Police Department. Kissimmee Patrolman uh, Matt Baxter. Uh, the Captain uh, Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department. Deputy Bill Gentry, Island County Sheriff's Department. <laughs>
0: Clay
1: County Sheriff uh, Clay Zerba. Uh, Deputy Natalie Corona, LA County Sheriff's Office. Deputy April Rodriguez. Pasco County Deputy Sheriff. Uh, Robert Jermaine, Robert McKenna McKetchin, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, and Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. My brothers and sisters, although you may be ten seven at this point in time and sometime we'll be ten ten at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads ride up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly at your fields and the sunshine lightly on your face. Until we meet again. May the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hallow of his hands may god bless and have a great week
6: shemale may lama shemale zahir ma so na she